This is Michael Badgley, and you're listening to the Chargers Podcast Network. What's up, guys? Chris Harry with you on a brand new episode of Chargers Weekly 2020 Training Camp presented by SoFi. The pads are on this week. And I'm really excited about this interview coming up. Jim Nagy, executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl. Four of the six rookies that the Chargers selected in the 2020 draft participated in the Senior Bowl. Jim's going to give us his insight on Justin Herbert, on Alohi Gilman, on Joshua Kelly, on KJ Hill. We're also going to talk about a few guys from the 2019 Senior Bowl. Nas Adderley, Drew Tranquil, and Donald Parham. So, as you see these guys start to make plays over the next couple of weeks, listen to Jim and his insight for more perspective on the newest Chargers. All right, let's bring in Jim Nagy, Executive Director of the Senior Bowl. As we get into training camp, Jim, I thought you would be the perfect person to break down some of these young guys on the Chargers. Four of the six draft picks were at the Senior Bowl in January. And you go back a few years, there's always a few Senior Bowl guys in the conversation. Before we start, though, the Senior Bowl Top 50 came out this morning. I know you guys have been grinding despite all the uncertainty around college football right now. Yeah, Top 250. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, we're excited about it. Our staff's been working really hard. I mean, we jumped on this year's draft class literally like two weeks after last year's game uh, when we wrapped up. So we've been working since February. Um, we've we've evaluated over 900 guys and and uh, really to whittle it whittle it down to 250 was was really difficult. Um, our watch list the last couple of years has been around 500. Um, we didn't want to put out that big of a list just because such a weird year we're in right now with COVID and, and a lot of schools not playing. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it's a big day around the office. We're excited. There's uh, you know a lot of schools are starting to repost graphics and stuff, and there, there's a lot of buzz going on. So we're excited about it. It's cool. I saw it this morning. Top 250. All right, so let's start with the Senior Bowl MVP, Jim. Justin Herbert, I mean, through the entire draft evaluation process, it started at the the Senior Bowl. What did you see from Justin during those key practices during the week and then obviously in the game? First, I'll say this about Justin. Um, Like going back to his tape at Oregon last year, you know, the more you watched, you really got a sense for he was he really carried that that offense, really carried that football team. I mean, they they were there whether they won eleven games and you know win the Rose Bowl and and you know he 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 wasn't playing with the same people around him that you know some of these other quarterbacks were. You know, he certainly didn't have the supporting cast of Tua. Um, you go back the year before a guy like Kyler Murray, like he he didn't he didn't have those kind of skill weapons around him. So. Um, you know, we, we, we thought very high love, highly of Justin. He came down here and had an awesome week. I think one of the biggest, um, you know, misnomers, whatever, misperceptions in the draft, draft process last year was that, that Justin was introverted and, you know, people questioned his passion and things like that. Uh, we, we saw none of that. Like, it couldn't be further from the truth. And, and, and frankly, like, we put Justin in a lot of situations last year around game week to kind of, kind of see what, how he would adapt. And so it's not just the practice week. It's not just the game. There's a lot of stuff going on around Mobile that week. So we, we, had, a, we had a concert downtown Mobile on Friday night, a free concert um, with the band, uh, the Revivalists. And he got up on stage in front of 15,000 people and introduced the band. Uh, we, went to, we went to children's hospitals to see him interact with those kids. Um, and then just to see, like, to me, the most telling thing with Justin during the week was after the game, after he won the MVP, 
um, to see all the different guys from both teams, his, his team on the south and the north guys, like to come up to him. Like they were actively seeking him out, um, you know, just to dab him up and hug him up. And, and uh, you know, I've made this point before, like big, tall, um, short, black, white. Like, I mean, it just he, he just connected with every, you know, kind of guy we had at the game. So um, I really think he answered a lot of those questions. And then obviously you guys have seen him on the practice field already in camp. I mean, the, the guy's prototype. So um, excited what he can do. Again, my first exposure to Justin Live was last year at the uh, Manning Academy in, over the summer. And, uh, you know, just sitting around with some of the counselors at night that night, I mean, this guy's so talented, but he's just scratching the surface. That's what got all those guys excited. They're like, man, what we could do, you know, with a guy like Justin Herbert, because he's not one of these kids that grew up, you know, with, a, with his own personal quarterback guru. You know, like he, he really um, – he's still really moldable, and he's got a lot of, a lot of growth left. So um, really excited you guys got him. Yeah, and he's in a, a great room with with Tyrod Taylor, Pep Hamilton, the the new quarterbacks coach Shane Steichen, and then Coach Lynn, who who played in this league as a running back. So I think Justin has a, a great support system around him. And Jim, to your point, he just he's got this like quiet confidence to him, man. And he is so smart. I remember uh, the day he was drafted, he was telling the media how upset he was because he missed like one play in a in a meeting with the chargers and, and, and the offensive <laughs> coordinator and said he couldn't get that out of his head. So he's almost like maniacal about wanting to be perfect on the field and, and also in the classroom. Yeah. I mean, I forget what his grade was like a four point grade point in molecular biology. Yeah. Something. Right. <laughs> the, guy was, the guy's off. He's off the charts. And, and, and I will say this too about Justin getting to know him and his family a little bit. Like he is so genuinely humble it's unbelievable that this guy was a top 10 pick and he carries himself the way he does. I mean, I'm, I've texted him a couple of times since he's been out there in LA and uh, you know, you can even see it in his texts. Like there's just a, you know, like he's genuine. Um, you guys got a good one, man. I mean, I'm so excited to see his career um, take off in LA. Yeah. It's just getting started. And you know, these in-house reps are, are going to be really important for rookies, especially. Um, all right, next guy, Joshua Kelly, and this was a player who uh, had two really good years at UCLA, transferred in uh, to the Bruins program. What did you see from Joshua? I remember Daniel Jeremiah talking about how he put some things on display at the Senior Bowl that you didn't necessarily see at UCLA, with the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. He didn't have to do that in Chip Kelly's offense, but he he's trending towards that, that complete back that can get some tough yards too. Right. I mean, another one of our favorite guys here, just from a personality standpoint, I know you've probably been around him a little bit. Um, the kid is just infectious. I mean, and it's every Jim, day. I said, I said nicest kid in Chargers history without taking a snap. He's always got a smile on his face. Yeah, no, when we called him to invite him to the game last year, he said, uh, he goes, you're inviting Joshua Kelly to the senior bowl. And you could like hear his, you could hear his smile come across on the phone. And again, like usually when people use the third person, it's a little off putting, but like when he used it, I was, it was just like, man, so can't wait to get this guy here. Um, but I'm with Daniel. I'm, I'm with DJ on that. Like he's one of the guys that, and there's been a couple guys like that over the last two years since I've been at the game that, um, you know, we've obviously liked him because we invited him, but they're better, they're better players than we realized. So, um, you know, getting him down here to Mobile, he ran a lot of wide receiver routes. Um, they detached him and used him in the slot some, so you could see him run those routes. And so natural catching the football. 
Um, one of the big reasons why we invited him, like he was at the, you know, there was a, there was a lot of guys right there for those last couple spots um, on the roster at running back. And one of the reasons we did it was because he was such a good special teams player. Um, our goal is to get all these guys drafted every year. And we, we thought, you know, thinking forward into April, like that's going to be, that's going to be a deciding factor is his ability to play on special teams. And he's proven it at the college level. And then we got him down here and saw him. I'm like, this guy's not getting drafted in the late rounds. Like this guy's going a lot higher than that. So um, I had heard leading up to the draft, some teams had like late second, third round grades on him. So um, he helped himself quite a bit down here. And, and again, another guy like he can stay put in LA, start his pro career um, there with the chargers. And, and it's a great story. And, I think he's going to be a fan favorite because whenever he does anything out in your community, people are going to fall in love with him. Yeah, like that smile, man. And, you know, this is a, a three-headed running attack, too, with, with Justin Jackson from Northwestern and then obviously Austin Eckler. With no Melvin Gordon, it looks like Jackson and Kelly are going to try to collectively maybe carry that load so you can let Austin do what he does. He's all over the field. But uh, a lot of people excited about Joshua Kelly. Jim, the next guy – I've, I've joked that it's like Notre Dame West over here because there's like four defenders from Notre Dame on the Chargers. The latest, Alohi Gilman, a captain in South Bend, uh, played football at Navy before Notre Dame. And, and you talk about special teams. Alohi's going to make his mark on special teams with the Chargers here in 2020. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, really a fun player to watch on tape. And I, I say it all the time, like that's the biggest compliment I can give any player is they're fun to watch. And, and Alohi just, I saw him play at Georgia last year in Athens. And uh, he's one of those safeties that when he gets up in the box, he's got such a great feel and he's so decisive. He just darts, you know, he darts around and, make, and makes plays. He fires downhill, um, flies around, reckless. Um, so all that stuff translates to special teams, no doubt about it. Um, but I really think Alohi, you got a chance of, um, I think you took him in the fifth round. I think you got a chance of hitting on a starter with Alohi down the line. Maybe not this year, especially because of what this rookie class, the circumstances of COVID and not really having any, any prep time coming into camp this year. Um, but I think, you know, I think he's going to be an impact guy in special teams this year, but I think there's more out there ahead of Alohi. Like if he becomes a, a starter in the league, that would not surprise me one bit. You know, when you talk about fit too, Jim, Alohi's going to be in a secondary with Derwin James, with Desmond King, with Sean Jenkins, a lot of experienced safeties in, in this league and really just elite safeties when you talk about Derwin. How important is, yeah. is just fit? When you, when you see guys at the senior bowl, you're like, you know what, if he gets into the right situation around the right players and right coaches, he can really be something. It's a huge part of it. Absolutely huge part of it. Um, it's right place, right time, right opportunity. So, you know, right fit and scheme, right coaching staff that takes an interest in a player, um, you know, see has a vision for the player. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, fits, fits a huge thing. And for him to be there with, with around some of those vets, um, just being around Alohi for the week, he was in Mobile. Like he seems like one of those guys that's going to, you know, really be a sponge and, and, and take that in. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good situation for him. All right, final guy in 2020. This was probably the, the deepest wide receiver class we've ever seen in, in terms of uh, uh, the NFL draft. K.J. Hill, I don't think the Chargers were expecting to see K.J. Hill in the seventh round. Uh, Keenan Allen a couple of days ago said that, you know, he's been a technician so far, and if he could just continue to do what he's doing, pick up the offense, he'll be in, uh, he'll be in good shape. And I, I got to brag on – I have the luxury of, of picking D.J.'s brain because he's the uh, – analyst uh, of the Chargers radio broadcast, Jim. And right. he said, going into this process, 
K.J. Hill, top three, top four receiver in the draft in terms of hands. So if you can get a guy in the seventh round that has top three, top four hands, you're doing something right. Yeah, no, that, that was a real surprise that K.J. slid as far as he did. He was the uh, practice player of the week at wide receiver down here in Mobile, and we did those awards a little differently this year. Uh, in my second year, I thought it would be really cool to have the guys they compete against in practice vote on that position. So DBs voted on wideouts, you know, O-line voted on D-line and, and, and so forth. So um, for, to have the, he was turning people inside out all week. He's a really good route runner like, like Keenan is, uh, really crafty, great hands. He had a couple of really nice one-handed catches um, during Senior Bowl week. And, I mean, he's Ohio State's all-time leading receiver. Um, to, get, to get that guy in the seventh round is – to me, it was a steal because he can operate out of the slot right away. Um, he's really kind of an NFL ready-made guy. Um, of all the rookies, you know, especially late-round rookies that would have a chance to come in and contribute right away, I think KJ is a guy that could do that. Yeah, he and Joe Reed both drafted in the fifth and seventh round uh, by the Chargers. And um, behind Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, there's quite an opportunity for both of those guys to, to make plays in training camp. Jim, before yeah, you, bring, I, you bring up a sore subject with Joe Reed. That's oh, we one. talked about that offline. Go ahead with Joe. Yeah, that's that's one I wish I had back. I really do. You know, in terms of like size, speed, um, strength, he's so good with the ball in his hands. He was a great kick returner at Virginia. Um, I'm still kicking myself for that one, not bringing Joe uh, to Mobile. He's a he's a really good player. That was a good pick. Yeah, he's he's exciting because he can do a lot of different things too, and then affect the game on special teams. So uh, no it's so early in camp; these guys just got the pads on. Jim, it's really hard to gauge uh, what these rookies can do right off the bat. But uh, I think people are expecting big things from from both KJ and Joe, uh, even drafted in in the the fifth and seventh round respectively. So, uh, hey, a couple quick ones for you. Going back to 2019, there's three guys on this roster. I think a lot of people are excited about. Uh, first, Nazir Adderley, the second-round pick last year, he was hurt, Jim, and he just could not yep. get on the field. There was a the fourth preseason game last year against the 49ers. Uh, I know he was going against four stringers, but he looked like an all-pro. He probably should have had three interceptions in that game. You yeah. saw him on tape in Delaware. You saw him in person in Mobile. The potential of, of Nas uh, at the pro level. Yeah, I think, I think Nas was our highest-drafted small school guy two years ago. Um, really good athlete. I mean, that's the thing that sticks out when you watch the tape to the point where uh, we didn't do it a lot with him down here. What, what happens is you come to the senior bowl and, you know, got, we're coached by the two different NFL staffs and the very first day we'll sit down with the, the GM and the head coach of each team. And, and I'll just kind of give recommendations on based off what I saw on tape um, where we might work some guys positionally, uh, whether that's, you know, a, a tackle playing guard or, you know, a, a safety playing corner. I really wanted to rep Nas at, at corner some because he's that kind of athlete. But when you talk about him as a safety, just great instincts. He's got that center field skill set because he can run. He's got instincts. He's got great eyes, and he's got ball skills. So um, he's got some ball hawk to him. So for him to be back there with, with Derwin James, I mean, to me, that, that like three or four years down the road could be – even two years down the road could be the best safety tandem in the league. I mean, he's – Nas is super talented, so I know that he I know that he was nicked up some last year. So for you guys to get him back healthy, um, that should be a, a huge boost to your defense. Yeah, it's a, it's a deep secondary right now, especially at safety with the way the Rayshon Jenkins played last year, and you know Desmond King is a defensive back, but but Nas has so much talent. Excited to see what he can do. Uh, Drew Tranquil, 
he really made his mark on special teams last year, blocked a couple of punts. He was a special team standout. Uh, and he got some run towards the end of the year, three starts. I, I really think he is set up nicely to, to have a big sophomore season. Drew, similar to Lowe, he, a captain at Notre Dame, uh, does all the right things off the field, and uh, he's a passionate player on it. Yeah, Drew's one of our favorites, too. I mean, you, you've drafted some of our favorite guys. He's a stud of a, stud of a dude. Um, he was the one guy two years ago that wrote me a handwritten letter and, and thanked us for inviting him to the Senior Bowl, which was pretty cool. Cool. Uh, back and forth with Drew since, since he's left and, and came to L.A. He's, he's hit us up about some of his Notre Dame teammates and, and how he thinks they should get Senior Bowl invites. And, um, yeah, really good player. And, again, he's a guy that I've heard, I've heard it since he, he went to uh, the Chargers last year. I've had a couple different teams tell me, man, we, we blew it on Tranquil. We, 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 sh we wanted him. We kind of we waited too long, and the Chargers swooped in and took him, and they, they wish they would have got him. So, Again, when you kind of like Alohi, you know, you draft your tranquil, you know, at minimum, you're getting a great special teams player. Right. Um, guys that, that guys that excel in special teams, they earn reps, you know, on whatever side of the ball. So that's going to, that probably earned, uh, drew some, some chances last year. And he, he, I'm sure he made the most of them. I haven't seen a lot of your guys' tape, but again, another guy that, I mean, I think Drew's a starting level linebacker. I mean, where we had him on the board, I mean, we had him in like the third round range. Um, so to me, when we've got guys in the third round here, that, that's a starter level player. Um, so if Drew becomes a starter for your defense, um, that would not surprise me one bit. Just a really instinctive guy, former safety that they moved down at Notre Dame. So really athletic, can match up in the pass game, can play on all three downs. And, and you saw what he did on fourth down. So um, yeah, really, really good player and, and another stud of a human being for that football team. Well, you draft a guy like Kenneth Murray in the first round, another foundational piece of linebacker. I can see Drew. We were, we were, wa we were watching o Oklahoma tape <laughs> yesterday, and Kenneth Murray was flying around. I was like, dang. Um, <laughs> I mean, the two first were with Justin Herbert and, and Kenneth Murray in the first round. That's a heck of a first round. It is. And just, I'm thinking, like, like you said, like three, four, five years down the line, the combination of Tranquil and Murray at the linebacker spot with – with Joey Bosa up front and, and uh, stack secondary, Chargers defensively could win a lot of games, um, a lot of close games. Yeah, that's a that's a scary that's a scary sounding unit right there. All right, last guy. Uh, he's new. He's new to us, uh, but he he ripped up the XFL in the, the short time it, it was going on. Donald Parham, tight end, Stetson University, and he was at the Senior Bowl two years ago. What can you tell us about Donald? Jim. Yeah, Donald. Um, yeah, he ripped up the XFL. I was really surprised Donald didn't get drafted a couple years ago, just because he has rare traits. You know, when you're when you're scout, you're always looking for, <clears throat> excuse me, things that differentiate you from from other players. And we're talking about a guy that's six foot six. He had a 36 inch plus wingspan. It was like he had the wingspan of a guy that was seven foot one or something like that, if I'm if I remember correctly. And then he had a 36 inch vertical jump. So. Um, I mean, just from in terms of a target and the radius and the catch radius, I mean, just really unusual, really rare. Um, yeah, played at Stetson with one of the guys that's uh, one of our scouting assistants was his teammate in college at Stetson. Um, so I think that's a great signing by him. You know, that I really was hoping that XFL would would sustain and hopefully, you know, with the rock coming in and buying it, they'll, they'll get back on their feet um, because it helps guys like Donald. You know, he didn't get drafted. He didn't get a lot of opportunity last year in the NFL. Um, but when he got on the field in the XFL, he showed what he was made of. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, as a depth-level guy, I um, mean, a young guy with, with rare traits, um, that's another good signing by that pro department uh, with the Chargers. 
Jim, I, I love this conversation, man, because fans are so excited about these young guys. They don't know much about them. So as they start to see flashes and highlights coming out of camp, it's great to provide this extra context and insight into what you saw down in Mobile, man. I can't thank you enough for your time. And then also, I can't thank you enough for putting that Chargers helmet in the back. For yeah, this we got it back there <laughs> over my shoulder. Yeah, there it is. I told you, the only <laughs> thing it's missing is the numbers this year, man. But I, I love the bolt in the background. Well, have your equipment, guys. Send us some of those numbers. We'll slap it on there. I love it. Jim, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks for having me on. Good luck this year. All right, guys. That's going to do it. A big thanks to Jim for joining me. Of course, thanks to you guys for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Chargers Podcast Network wherever you listen to podcasts. A new episode of Playmakers is up right now. Have a great weekend. And until next time, I'm Chris Havery.